Welcome back to the first episode of the Animation Industry Podcast in 2024. My name is Terry and I am still your host. And this is now the sixth year this podcast has been running. Now, I'd just like to shout out to my Patreon for a second, which helps keep this podcast running. It pays for things like Zoom to chat with guests, hosting fees to stream on places like Spotify, as well as a whole bunch of other stuff. And of course, the artists who created the music and graphics for this podcast. So please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber in 2024 if you enjoy this podcast. The link is in the description of this chat. This episode features the dynamic duo behind Yonk, a 3D animation studio based in the Netherlands which uses VR sculpting software to achieve their super squishy, very melty, and a little bit creepy clay-like style that they have become known for. The duo is made up of Niels van der Donk and Victoria Young. Donk and Young make, or Young and Donk make Yonk. <laughs> they dive into how much hard work it took to go full-time with their studio and to work with brands like Amazon, Nike, Spotify, and Bloomberg. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hello, Niels and uh, Victoria. How, how's it going over there? Good. Niels just interrupted you so rudely. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We just heard like the robot voice. We like the robot voice, and Niels was trying to imitate her. The robot voice being, being like, "I'm now yeah. recording. <laughs> Watch out." Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> uh, how are you guys? How are you guys? We're great. How are you, Terry? I'm, how are you I'm doing? good. It's uh, a nice sunny day actually. Here we've had some really cold snowy days, but today's sunny. So I wish I wasn't indoors. I wish I was outdoors where it's two degrees. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so i'm excited to chat with you guys For, maybe you can just start us off by saying like can you describe your your visual style to people who haven't seen it before <laughs> um yeah let's do it describe me. um i think um like our style our yonky style is basically kind of like a mix between like sort of Play like splodgy, creepy, bloopy characters. <laughs> that can be, yeah. Like I would very say that's sp- accurate. Yeah. I don't know if I'm getting creepy, that right. Creepy, but... splodgy, bloopy, clay characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Characters. With, with vibrant yeah. colors. Um, exactly. And unconventional character uh, proportions, maybe. Yes, that Terry, you uh, got it. If I'm your agent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're on the team. You're done. We're done. I mean, perfection. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when I first saw your style, but I immediately fell in love with it because of all those things. And because maybe because also like I'm a stop motion animator, I work with clay a lot. And it, it's like mm-hmm. it's like clay on drugs or something almost like your style. Yeah. So, so tell me, tell me a little bit about how you two got together and uh, <laughs> decided, you know, what, we're, we're not going to go to the conventional animation route we're we're not going to like work for a studio we're going to create this weird creepy style and then hopefully people and big brands like like amazon or like nike like yeah. pay us to keep doing this like <laughs> where, did, where did this come from it's really wild yeah a bit like that um yeah so i guess it started really when i so i'm from the uk originally and niels is from the netherlands and I came to the Netherlands for like an exchange, like when I was studying and I was studying fine arts 
we met Niels in one class and he was studying graphic design. And then we just hit it off. We actually are a couple as well. We always have to tell people that. It's like, it feels like a disclaimer, like we are together. You hit it off in more, in more than one way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I feel like we always like shared kind of like similar ideas, even though we're from these two very different um, backgrounds. Um, so we thought we let's let's start a studio. We were both working, and we were like, I mean, like many people want to so start you, doing. So you graduated freelance. school. You both were working in like design or something like that. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, this, so Niels, this sucks. Yeah, Neil's working. Neil's <laughs> no, working in design. It, it wasn't that like it sucked, but like we just really want. I mean, obviously, everyone wants to do their own stuff, right? Yeah. And like we, but we were actively like we want to do something completely different, and we want to do it together. Yeah. Like really different is what we studied for basically. Because like, yeah, like you don't I honestly I was really I, at first we wanted to start like a graphic design studio together. Yeah, which because I was like, I thinking you can learn graphic design, forget the fine arts. We're just gonna do graphic design I'll together. Just pick up coding. We're, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna start a studio, we're gonna call it uh what is studio highway? <laughs> Super highway. Super highway. It's a very pretentious name back yeah. in the day. But mm. um, yeah, but basically like we couldn't like well, he didn't want to become a fine artist and I didn't want to become a graphic designer. So we needed this thing that was like sort of middle way between these two two kind of disciplines. But it was also new and exciting for us to learn. So we like thought, well, we discovered 3D and we were like, okay, this is a cool industry. Let's let's dive in. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just do it. Um, and then so wait, 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 wait. So like yeah, sorry, you were you both go. working and then you just decided to both quit at the same time and start this. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, we did it. We did like um, a couple of years of just like working in like both of our jobs were like part time. So we did like hmm. part time work. And then every single day that we had off would be like a yonk day. And wow. we would just like, yeah, it was pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, that takes that takes a super commitment. Like, what kept you going? Where you're like, you know, you weren't seeing any payoff right away. You're just like, you just believed oh, it. Yeah. And uh, like, why did you, why didn't you stop? Just just excitement. Yeah, I think that was. The, I mean, that was also why we chose like to dive into 3D because there's so much to explore, especially when you have no background in 3D. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so for every literally, but literally every like you have to imagine every day for us was just like. Wait, how do we like we open up in, opening up Blender and then it's like, how do we uh how do I give this color or whatever, you know? And it's still it's actually it's kind of all the stuff that we do still references back then where we had no clue what we're doing. Like the eyes are always like black because we just like threw like one material on it that was as smooth as possible. Because we didn't know how to model an eye or whatever. Like yeah. it's like it was just yeah, it was just because it was super exciting and then it makes it super easy to into something and do it in your free time right so your style yeah. is kind of formed by the limitations of like your knowledge i guess if that makes sense yeah. it's so funny because like i open up blender and i look at it and i'm like i don't want to learn any of this goodbye and i close it like you you were like yeah oh, there's so much to explore here <laughs> yeah i understand that feeling though i mean there's there was a long time i think before we even thought of yonk where i had to use 3d programs for school and i'd be like this is i just don't understand and then as soon as we started junk, it was like, oh, okay, let's give it a go. Especially Blender, because yeah. it was free and 
but it was it was still hardcore we were also yeah. the same like you being like wow that's a lot of buttons that's why we got into vr sculpting at first because like then you can just skip bypass so many steps of learning 3d modeling the the traditional way uh and obviously that again that's also what makes it so much easier to do in your free time because you just put a vr headset on and you're just sculpting so fun yeah yeah i, yeah. I definitely wanted to ask you about vr okay so you uh for a couple of years you were learning blender you were developing your style and then like what was the instigating moment for you guys to quit your part-time jobs and go full in on on yonk because like you know it, it's one thing to like have fun in a program and and uh you know create stuff and it's another thing to like take a big risk especially because if you're both a couple yeah. and you're both in the same industry and you both quit your jobs and you both go in the same thing that's like so many mm -hmm. eggs in one basket yeah it's a lot of eggs. Yeah. So there's so many eggs. <laughs> it's a yeah. small basket. Can't hold it. Can't be, the basket cannot hold it. But it was it was super conscious. Like we built yeah. it up, like it took so long to get to that point. Because we did it constantly. We were working like after at some point we started getting client work whilst we still had our part-time jobs. So we were doing those like in the evenings or like in the, over the weekends and just like have a meeting during your lunch break or whatever. Because I was working from home, so that was a bit easier. Where are these clients um, coming then, from? Where did the first client come from? Just from like seeing your stuff online? Yeah, just Instagram. Just I think it was I think Mark Siedentolf was the first person to ever did you yeah. did you notice you, you reached like a certain amount of followers before you got a client? Uh, or was it like it was, you really, it was really like random? I feel like what tends to happen, and probably this is a lot of things for like directors of like advertisements and art directors, is that they're looking for like something that people haven't seen before or maybe like something a little bit weird and i think max uh always is trying to search out kind of like yeah new kind of strange approaches and stuff he's quite good in that way so he when he approaches we really didn't have like a following or anything we were just barely kind of getting started um and he came with like kind of a simple ask i guess of just making some uh typeface for a music video it's called like pour the milk <laughs> song yeah um we had to make like a milky typeface like something that we didn't even think we could do with this uh kind of software that, or like the virtual reality that we were using and then yeah and then we just did it and then it kind of started to like snowball from that yeah moment so i guess the milky typeface started like Wow. No, I did also it's, we did like it's nice that oh, campaign it's nice well. definitely yeah. And then but then basically we were at that point we were constantly just being like, okay, we're making a little bit of money with it. Uh like definitely not enough for something to live off. We did crypto for a bit as well, like NFTs so we could build a little bit little bit of cash with, with that. We were those people for yeah. It's yeah, like I, I I know about this. I wanted to ask you how successful that run went as well, because you're you're not still doing it. No, <laughs> no, but it was it was it was super fun. But for but like it was also an experiment for us. Yeah. And it was but it was financially really helpful for us. It also gave us a boost to be comfortable enough to go full time. Yeah, and I feel like. Me and Neil's always like quite interested about like what new things are happening and because it was so new and this was like really like an eye-opening moment for digital art we were like well we could just try it but it yeah. I mean it went pretty well people really were receptive to it 
Um, we still get offers today, but we tend to just sort of ignore them. <laughs> um, because I don't know, I don't know, really know what it turned into in the end, the the kind of NFT. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. But so um, we 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 don't do it anymore. No. No. Right. But then at some at some, yeah. at some point, but basically we were just like waiting for a moment to be like, okay, when can we do this full time? Because you don't know. And then we again did it in steps. So actually, Fuki first went full time young. She oh. had a job as a barista, so it was a bit. Uh, I mean, felt a bit more more easier easier to quit, I guess, for you because it wasn't. It's not. I mean. She makes great coffee, latte art. She made, she, made, she makes latte art for me. And it definitely me. wasn't my calling. No. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then, so you did it first, and then I think only, so you went full-time, and then after half a year of Vicky being full-time, then I was also like, okay, now it's comfortable enough for me also to go to go full-time. Hmm. That, that so it was still sense. like very thought out, I guess. It wasn't like yeah. that we're just, let's do this, you know? Yeah, yeah it wasn't like, we 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 didn't really i mean it was still a risk but it wasn't like the biggest risk when we took it no. so we'd already kind of saved up for this moment yeah it makes sense i i think it's really cool that you both decided to go all in on yonk and like see it through yeah. and, and like do it in stages random question victoria did you you know there's a it's like uh it's like a cliche of like artist who's a barista wanting to like do something bigger were you ever approached with somebody like wow this latte art is like phenomenal have you ever have you ever wanted to <laughs> like <laughs> one of the one of neil's leaving for the story i don't know why but he was coming back in a minute but um he was so one funny of the best, he left yeah he was, sorry i was just a bit hard one of the too. best stories i ever had before i was a barista i worked in a bar and in the bar i was serving drinks so fast for a christmas party of like a law firm that the guy came over and he was like, you have to work for us. Like, <laughs> you are so good at making drinks. want to hire you for our law firm. So that's the only ever offer I've had out of the service industry. Was he, was he super drunk because you made him so many yeah. drinks? Yeah, it was his Christmas party. He gave me his card and everything, though. It was, like, serious. And I was like, no. I think I was, like, 19 at the time. I was like, I'm not going to go. Oh, wow. Just, yeah. Okay. So, okay, yeah, that's so a, yeah, that's the only offer. So okay, how okay? So how long have you actually been full time, both of you, yonk yonking? Um, since probably around twenty twenty one. That was when because COVID was still working, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think twenty twenty or maybe twenty twenty two. No, twenty two. Yeah. No. Yeah, because yeah. we we signed the contract like we signed. Young as a company in 2019. Yeah. At the beginning of 2019. And then the whole year. And then no. the end of, so like halfway 2020, you went full time. And then towards the end, I went full time. So 2020. 2020? No, it's, I don't know. I mean, I saw an article about like Young is a new studio and it was dated 2020. So, um, but yeah. okay, so basically a couple of years full time. And and what does that mean? Yeah. Like you, you're like working full time, like nine to five kind of like jobs and, and like, uh, okay. So, cause I know other freelance artists who are, are kind of like doing similar styles, but I wanted to know, like you're, it's usually like one person coming out with a unique yeah. style and like getting clients. How is it with two people? Like, is, does this mean you're able to do like double the work, get double the clients, but also like when you don't have work, it's double the expenses. Like, uh, like how, how I'm asking 500 questions right now, how consistent has the work been for both of you? 
I mean, we've been pretty lucky, especially last year, that last year was pretty consistent. Um, we also worked with like a lot of big brands last year that yeah what the heck I, I know what, what the heck you know it's crazy um they sort of highlighted us and stuff it was yeah a bit of a wild year last year so it was you know I feel like last year was kind of one of our busiest yet and then I between us I guess for instance like about the workload I guess that like I mean I haven't really spoken to single person who does this I mean how much workload we just sort of half it, I guess. Maybe yeah. we do the job of one between two. Yeah, no. But you, for the long, for the longest, I mean, it's really we just do it depending on like what the, the person is itself is interested in, in doing. So like sometimes, like we have moments where we both like are con- working on one individual character together, like we constantly switch it around, or it's like we we both make us like a, like a whole range of characters for an animation or whatever and then they still fit in the same world and then we do editing on each other's or sometimes it's like one of us is doing character creation or world creation and the other person is just purely focused on animation so we just and the other way around so like we constantly switch it up basically yeah it's like really it sounds really absurd but it just really works for us to uh yeah to just keep on switching yeah. and i think for like workflow we tend to like uh have particular interest more in more things so like like i'll probably a little bit more interested in animation maybe yeah correct me if i'm wrong yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> i always correct you yeah yeah <laughs> um, then neil's a little bit more into like geometry nodes and coding right now so we tend to when we get approached for a job, we tend to, you know, take these separate parts and we'll we'll do kind of those jobs between us. Yeah. I think that answers this answer. Yeah, question. of course. I, don't yeah. Know. I mean, I was curious about like how consistent the work is, but you said you had a big year last year. So how does you know you don't you don't have an agency agent or an agency or whatever? So like how does a big client like I don't know, Nickelodeon, who you worked with? They just reach out to your DMs on Instagram or your email or something. Somebody finds you somehow and they're like, hey, we want to hire you guys. Can you do this thing? And you're like, yeah, perfect. So actually, Nickelodeon is really funny because Max, who who created us for the first job, he was the director of the Nickelodeon show. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know. But a different, different, like, out of the blue example, like, I don't know, like Nike or something. I know, I know. Random. Like no, but most time it's like it's really random. It's like you get an email and it's so it's either like I don't, we never ask really as well. No, and they just like they just yeah, just people that like really yeah, insane companies. And then sometimes it's like because like someone that works at a company like really likes our work and then gets recommended internally, I guess, and then. Yeah. yeah, I feel like now we have like, like, like we have a good relationship with some people that like, you know, come back and, or, you know, think about us when they have a project. So it's kind of nice that, yeah, it's always really nice as well, because sometimes we find it surprising where our work can go. Yeah. Um, and like, how it fit. I think when we first started, we thought we'll just be making illustrations, and that'll be it. And then, animation started to happen and then you know more and more things but then these types of jobs that we're doing we're like what like I don't (laughs) like also doing workshops and stuff like this this we didn't even think about when we first started but it makes complete sense now we now we do them 
So, um, yeah. You mentioned, you know, people are looking for something that people have never seen before. Um, do you think mm -hmm. at some point, like maybe 10 years down the road, when you've done every brand in the world, you will be like, <laughs> you won't be like that. We're new still, we're still, we have a list still, we're still like dicking them. We're just going through the whole commercial world. Like <laughs> exactly. You won't be like, do you ever have a, I mean, you're still fresh, but do you have a worry that you won't be the new and fresh thing that people are looking for? Anymore? Yeah. 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 Of course. I mean, but I think that, me and Niels, the when we started Young, before we even found the VR sculpting, like our main aim was to just keep up with things like technology and keep up with whatever is fascinating for us. I think that was like actually in our It's Nice that uh, first write up, the one that you mentioned earlier, that um, we say that. And I remember looking back on that being like, what the hell? Like, we just VR sculpts. Like, why are we trying to be a. But actually, it's. These the, the VR sculpting is now just a part of the process, but we try and keep developing and, you know, and I can imagine the style will change over the years. Like, I don't know if we'll be making like black eyed little creatures forever. I think we'll just keep Once you on. learn how to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we still haven't learned how to put an eye in. We refuse. Um, I think it'll just keep on. I mean, I don't think we have like a desperation to be relevant, let's say, but we're just happy if people are happy to hire us and happy to, you know, as long as we can just keep on making stuff that we like. We just, we, we're, we're, we're just always just like figuring out new ways of like how to create work in general, just like to create something that's inside of our heads. And I think so. Like in before, before it felt like almost a bit like a gimmick, the VR sculpting at some point, because we were always like, we're doing it, VR sculpting, and like, and it is super. It's still it's super super sick, and it's like still every we use this every single day. But it's like it's not like the main thing. It's just like oh yeah, we didn't know how to do three D, so we went to VR sculpting. We didn't know how to do animation. We approached animation in like kind of like really different ways. We approach like. And it's texturing and stuff, so constantly it's more like in a three D, three D, like your cousin, your your cousin, your your eight year old cousin is trying to figure out three D, but then do it in a cool way. That's us. Good child, child. That makes sense. I, I actually, you know, I wanted to ask you about the VR thing because so many people have tried to like make it work over the years, and it, it it's never really like hit. But I feel like you guys are the first people at least that I've seen that have like cracked the code with like a really cool style at a VR, like your, your stuff looks like gloopy and whatever that you can only kind of get from like VR sculpting. I, I feel like if you're yeah. trying to like hit that same style in Blender and Maya, it's like much more difficult. So like, tell me, tell me about like the process of like using VR in your art. And like, if that's, I guess people are also kind of looking for that too, especially as VR is becoming more popular with like VR yeah. and games and, and stuff. Yeah. I think that like, I mean, there's, um, we'll send you afterwards all the people that use VR. Cause there's like quite, there's quite a lot. Yeah, please do. Now, um, but I feel like, um, it's, um, I don't know how, wait, I've lost my train of thought. It's using it. It's like, feels very natural in a weird way. I guess it, it kind of is like, um, how you're manipulating clay for your claymation animations. It, it really feels like a, a replica of just messing around with clay. And like the fact that it can be so playful and intuitive is like something that we like instantly hit off 
with it. And I think that then informs the work as well. Like the fact that we can just be in the space and almost like doodle around and be a bit silly, like the outcome becomes like a, a you know, a version of that. Also the fact that it's using your hands. So it's very gestural um meaning the characters can be have like a lot of imperfections a lot of kind of like you know uh qualities like using real clay um so yeah i feel like that's it's like we just like kind of embrace that like for it's way more easier to make like a little mistake or make something asymmetrical super fun in vr as well it's something yeah asymmetrical stuff is also something isn't goes a bit against the 3d principles at times i feel yeah uh it's not it's way less functional but like we just embraced all these like little things that come with vr sculpting and because it was the thing that we started with in the beginning and we didn't even know how to do normal 3d modeling that's why it becomes second nature for us i guess so you still yeah. use vr like modeling as the first step before you bring it into blender etc what do you think is holding well, what do you think is holding people back from using VR? Like it's not, it's not taught in schools. It's not like some, is it the cost of like getting equipment? Is it like, is there a high learning curve? Is it, it's just, I think, well, I don't know. I think people are just super comfortable with if they know certain tech technique and they're really good at it. And then it's super hard to make a switch right to a different tool. Yeah. It's like when we, we do, we do workshops and we, we actually explain VR sculpting and stuff. We recently went to Switzerland uh, to Switzerland to a call, and like everyone for there was this in this case it was very much about like the difference between Blender and Cinema 4D, but also VR sculpting. And like you, if you're so used to sculpting in ZBrush or something, and it's so hard to, it's not the same thing. You, just, you need to work completely different, and you kind of have to start over in a sense. I think that's for some people really hard. But the learning curve is super. Yeah. Like. It's so low. You can, anyone can get into it. It's like, yeah, it's so easy and makes so much sense when you're in there. It's really like um, quite a powerful tool. And they're now just upgrading it to make it better and better and better. So it don't know where it's going to go, but it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How much, how much, um, so like you guys don't have a lot of like personal information out there. Like Yonk is like a very like, how, how do I We're say like so you're like a, you're very you're very like a, a visually brand like forward yeah. style if that makes sense how I, I wanted to know like how important do you think that has been in like getting and maintaining clients like when they see you guys are like oh this is a professional studio or they like oh this is yeah. this is a, a couple of uh one is a barista and the other one's a <laughs> like yeah, do yeah, you yeah. know what I mean like how how important is like the forward-facing image of like Yonk towards like feel, and stuff. Yeah, I feel like like I remember um, one of my friends said to me in London, like, "Oh, it's so nice what you've done with Yonk. It's really like a brand." And I was like, eh? "Like it's a brand." That's, how I, that's like, how I saw it. That's how I see it. Yeah, I really and I I was a bit confused because I just thought, well, it's just me and Neil's having fun, and then <laughs> I and then I guess that like. I don't, I, yeah, I don't really know how. You don't to... make the con a conscious choice to make it, yeah. basically. And I don't think it's important as well. Like, mm. I know a lot of people are always like, you need to find your style and stick with it yeah. and do that. But I think it's like, for, if it comes down to like getting like work, if you can, if you do something like, like if you make one animation, like if we were to make an animation and we figure out a really, really fun way to approach animation, I don't know, we, 
I don't know. We're doing something with holograms or whatever. I don't know. But it doesn't look at all like what you would consider. You would recognize something as young or something. But I feel like it's way more important to make work that just excites people than to have this consistent style. Because then if someone... It's it's just a lottery like we always say with like Instagram. It's also like a lottery ticket. You can just create your own lottery ticket in a sense, and then you just put it up, and then with the hopes that someone sees that at the right time, that also has that that gets really good energy from that work. Now I don't think it matters if you can do if you do it consistent. I mean, obviously it has benefits, but I don't think it needs to be so consistent. Like I think it's more like someone can point at it and be like. I want that, but we want something or that in that sense. But then for, yeah, for, I don't know. Yeah, I think it also helps that we're two people. Like, I think that like we, um, I don't know, like when you're talking about like people, when they look at our work and they're like, oh, is it a studio or is it just two people or like, you know, people fucking around. Um, but like, we have it quite a lot when we go on Zoom and then people see, we have a studio, we're not in it right now, but we have a, studio an actual studio that looks a bit more interesting than this white wall i mean i can see a plant a <laughs> yeah there's a plant i think it's like a dying plant which is I really see a sad. dying plant <laughs> really sad we're surrounded by but, dying um, plants she has she not dying plants so way nicer sorry we couldn't be there That's but fine. um yeah the clients are always like oh it's two of you and oh you have a studio and like maybe a quite like, what were you thinking we were <laughs> <laughs> but i also think that people are just like quite surprised that it's a team but and the fact that yeah two people can kind of create this one kind of world yeah. um i mean it was something so, surprising yeah. to me when i first learned about it because it, it does seem like a single person's style yeah. I guess, because it's so consistent um, okay, mm -hmm. so when you're posting on social media, like on Instagram, for instance, you gave me you you kind of gave me like a list of like rules, like you know it has to be fresh, has to be interesting. If I go to your Instagram, like, is it just a mix of like what you think is fresh and interesting, or do you like create? You're like, okay, we haven't posted in a while. We got to feed the algorithm. We got to feed our followers some some like kibble. Let's create something specifically for Instagram, or is it more like you're having fun and you're like, hey, look at this cool thing we did. Let's post it. It's definitely, definitely the second definitely the second yeah we definitely just think about things we want to do and then the opportunity to share it is always nice you know like there's a lot of things that we do that we don't share that kind of fail or the tests and they're like you know we're like oh well it's nice but when we come down to like posting on instagram it's just something the week before we've decided to work out and then a lot of the times what we do is we just sort of like give an insight into like the process of it uh like give it like behind the scenes and stuff like that just to like i don't know share our studio more, or like share our process it's like it's definitely a conscious choice it's like, like that i mean that type of content just does well like you get a lot of eyes on it but it's just, it's always the, the in the end it's always purely just something that we are at that moment super interested in or we just we just want to like with like we did this thing with the um, doing like these normal maps on like 3d characters that looks like drawing and stuff and then we're like super like if we figured some, some one of these things out then like we are just overly excited for it for like for a week and we just like fuck around with it the the, the after, after if we don't have uh, any work going on and then it's like okay well let's let's showcase to this to the world or whatever and like make something with yeah. it using this the new technique yeah I mean, it and it feels like 
the like I feel like the kind of like moment that you it's kind of finished or like a project is finished or like if you start like a, a I don't know an animation or something moment that you feel like it's over or it's done with is when you just give it out to yeah. people like, yeah just, just a, like okay here it is you need see to, you later you need, to, you need to put a stop to yourself and that helps otherwise yeah. you go otherwise you can keep on going on the same yeah. thing, hammering on the same thing yeah, I feel the yeah, same. As soon as I post something, I can't touch it anymore. I'm like, well, it's already yeah, exactly. it's done. Yeah. It's done. So, so then how much of your time is spent like experimenting and just like playing around versus like working on client stuff? Because it sounds like you, you're like making active time to just keep having fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 we're super lucky that like a lot of the times, like with client work, the people that come up with like crazy ideas, like really insane times and then it puts us in a position that we don't know how to approach it so we have to figure it out ourselves so we figure out a completely different way of approaching it um so that already helps with the experimentation so a lot of time we we're actually forced to experiment because we we're like fuck we don't know how like super early on and we we're like we don't know how to rig things so like okay we have to figure this out in a different way you know like it's that's crazy right that is still Till this day happens like a lot that people are like we want you guys to do something like this and then you know you're sitting in a zoom call with someone and they're going like and then the plane goes like this you know and you're like oh okay okay <laughs> and then oh, we, yeah we we're like yeah yeah looks cool it's gonna happen and then we literally we close down the webcam and then we're like okay okay how are we actually going to do this this plane thing yeah. that we're talking about i think like having having all like almost like uh not knowing everything about 3d is like super exciting for us it's mm. great because 3d is such a broad uh you know industry or like a broad kind of like um how do you call that like a broad thing broad thing um but like there's so much to discover so we use it in jobs but then also in between the jobs and we'll just schedule it like say if we have a week in between a job which like, right this week let's do let's try this thing that we saw or let's maybe try and make a crayon shader or something you know like just we'll just schedule really it. cool by the way <laughs> <laughs> so okay so okay. the question i have is like you know i i i'm an independent artist too and usually people when they hire me they come with me to me with like a set budget and a timeline like mm -hmm. when when you're because if you have a lot of experimentation you don't even know how you're going to accomplish it is that like very stressful to like get all of that in the first stage to like figure it out or do you say like you know i we need a little bit like here's how things work with us like uh and and like the other thing for me is like a stop motion animator if a, if the director on or the client comes back after i've animated something i'm like well now i have to go back to scratch and either like yeah, yeah. re-sculpt this physically or we come up with some other solution but your style is so crazy and zany and weird i'm sure like <laughs> you're like i don't even know what this plain thing is and then maybe <laughs> yeah. the client comes back and they're like no, no no i didn't mean like this i meant like like this yeah, yeah. like how does how do you how do you uh like mix all of those things into like a client budget and schedule yeah good question um we tend to kind of approach it depending on like i i mean i guess it's always the same with everyone right the, the depending on what the type of job it is so if it is a job where you'll have a director coming in asking to do kind of crazy stuff like that we will make sure that we cater more time for animation 
and mm. we we say, look, we're going to have to block out. This time we're going to maybe lose a bit of the concept stage, but yeah. because the concept stage for us, now we know how to feed our sculpts and like um, we do basically... We do everything in VR sculpting. So even the sketches are VR sculpted. So they wow. actually look pretty... We do a lot of renderings that look pretty close to the final thing before they even get to the final thing. So what tends to happen is we send over the sketches in VR sculpting. The clients will be like, oh my God, we're already... Already there. <laughs> this is so, so new like, and fresh oh and God, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what we hired you for. <laughs> exactly that. Great. Um, well, all they hated, or you know, whatever, we can change it. But because we're so fast at that, it means that we can just sort of quickly get our ideas together. It's also an excuse because we're really terrible at drawing. So, but well, I mean, if in terms of like in terms of like budget things, like the amount of budget just depends like how much time we can spend on it in the end. Yeah. So like, if there's a very very small budget. We, I mean, like, then we just force ourselves, like, first it has to be reasonably small, I guess, but if it's, like, really small, but we really love the idea and, like, we excites us and we already have, like, everything in our heads, then, like, we're also willing to, you know, look, we this would normally take us, like, three weeks, like, we could try to do it in one week, like, we can't promise it, but, like, we can find some kind of hacks to get the same, a similar result. But yeah, in a less without and, compromising too much on like without compromising too much, uh, yeah. So we just that's a lot of times like we're just yeah. If people are like, oh, sir, we only have this, then it's like, oh, okay, let's just see what we can do within that budget and like try to just get yeah. yeah. So there's always so you have to be super flexible, I guess. Yeah. So so uh, in the past, you guys have done like illustrations. You've done you're like most recently doing like animation. Like like where do you want to take this? where do you want to take yonk essentially because it's because what you described to me was like uh we're having fun uh experimenting and coming up with a really cute uh, not cute maybe creepy <laughs> sometimes cute creepy unique interesting style and people have naturally come and been drawn to us but like yeah you know you were so intentional about starting your own studio do you have future plans like you know you've been you're, you've you've like only been a couple of years doing this do you do you yeah. do you want to see like a yonk what's the yonk future that is in store for the whole world <laughs> Good um we i mean there's definitely some things we want to take off our list that that we haven't done yet for instance we want like animations in longer and short form uh actually doing sort of story narrative um animation directing um this is vicky this is uh what she wants for the future <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, i am good <laughs> no it's the same it's the same no, it's, but it's, like, it's like it's like i think we both like we have like a blast actually with like client stuff like we really really yeah. love doing it like it's so fun which is kind of like, surprising i guess because a lot of people you know do that stuff to get through and do their personal stuff but we find it really yeah. interesting when someone gives us a brief and we're like oh yeah, yeah we didn't think of that. yeah it's so and super that's, so that's super fun that we want to continue that like for as long as we can but then at the same time we also obviously have the dream of like what vicky managed to do the long form or like a like a longer animation and just do the whole shebang that would be super fun to do uh and then i also that's me like i guess that's both of us but like you're more into the animation i really want to do the young game like just have yeah. that finished as well um but like i feel like we would always just be a studio and it can be like an advertising branding studio 
thing, I guess. But I feel we could also just easily just do at the same time or the switch or focus for a year or something to a game or like a long form animation. That would be, yeah. Yeah. So I'd say our future is flexible. Do you? You said you know you mentioned the studio a bunch of times. Also, the game is a really cool idea. Your style is like perfect for like a gloopy, gloopy game. Yeah, um, right. Do you see yourself hiring more people to join Young at some point? Yeah, yeah, okay. We'd love to. We'd love to. We'd love to like. I mean, and then Young will naturally change, right? Because it, the more people we add, the style will get more and more uh, different. But I think we're really open to that. We're like super yeah. open to. We get like a lot of intern requests, and like before, we didn't really feel uh, comfortable yet because we didn't have the space. Now we have the studio for years, and now we have the space for someone. But now it's this year has been. I mean, definitely less busy than than the previous year. So it's like I don't want someone to sit there for three months and don't have to give them the actual experience of like working with clients and stuff just put them in vr uh, world and, and yeah uh, yeah like, that's true put them in like an office uh, but like we, this is our studio in vr <laughs> but it's definitely something we want to work towards to have like right. some someone some multiple people like grow young as a as a studio because i think the mindset we can just share with anyone and could just be yeah shared but for now we're gonna have a first intern in next year january oh, but wow. he's a musician he's a jazz musician he's a jazz wow. musician cool. <laughs> congratulations yeah, that's awesome that's a big milestone nice. so your studio is currently in the netherlands it's in yeah it's the in Hague, yeah Hague, yeah so what uh, just like a random maybe one of my last questions what is the animation market and industry like in the netherlands like you know is there a lot of opportunity or or are you creating you know with the You'd love to know. We have no clue. We we feel like we. I mean, there's an there's. I know there's an animation festival called. It used to be called. Used to be called oh kaboom. Kaboom. Yeah, and we haven't and we haven't been we haven't been and also but like yeah because like we don't know we don't know a lot of people we know I mean we know know, a couple of independent people um like Ava Kramers is here I don't know if you know Ava Kramers and there's uh ugly stupid honest yeah ugly stupid honest is here who uses AI really cool sorry we just spit out like there's nothing but like this like for example jobs wise we never work with Dutch people and we know a lot of people here in The Hague and like for some reason we we work maybe once or twice for the Dutch thing. I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. I just don't know if the industry is really here. It feels mm-hmm. like we're in some sort of weird bubble, but it's kind of nice as well in a weird way. But I don't know. Maybe we just need it's to discuss. is more about graphic design. Yeah, graphic design okay. and art. Okay, okay. Well, maybe yeah. this is a new thing yeah. coming up. Who knows? Maybe it's a new thing. Or maybe I will just discover a load of people. Now after this. Go, you go to that animation festival and there's... 10,000 people <laughs> like where have you been <laughs> yeah that um, happen. is there any is there any, you know as, as maybe we're wrapping up here is there anything that we didn't touch on that you you wanted to share still or if not uh, do you have any final words oh final words or do you have anything that you want to touch upon oh. <laughs> that was a yes. joke. <laughs> um no i don't think i want to touch any upon anything but 
final words, I guess, just like thank you for listening to us for listening and letting to us. us talk. You know, a lot of people yeah. just talk a lot. Oh, super enjoyable. Are... I, I love to we you know are... hear what's going on behind the scenes of like really really cool art. So this is uh, thank you. We also likewise we're super big fans. Yeah, of we're super so, big fans. Oh, yeah, thank and you. We're hyped for this this game you were creating. Yeah, please keep <laughs> us up to date with the game. Hey, we, we okay. Wanna... Well, it's not going to come out for quite a while, so I can't, I can't really okay. share anything. But when it comes out, oh. it'll be. When I'll be sharing it. <laughs> we'll be waiting. We'll be waiting. You'll be waiting. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna leak no the pressure. We're gonna leak the trailer like, uh, like My Rockstar. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Victoria and, and Niels, thank you so much for coming on the chat. It's been an absolute pleasure. You know, I, I love your style and it's been great to get to know what goes on behind it. Thanks so much. Thanks for us. And, and if you're listening and you want to, you know, check out Yonk or get in touch with Victoria and Niels, you can do so by checking out their website, which is yonk.online or going to their in- Instagram, which is yonk.online as well. And I'm going <laughs> to... Pointing to the bottom of the video. I'm going to include those links in the description of this chat. So please go and check them out. <laughs> and that's all for now. So thank you so much. And uh, thanks for listening. Okay, bye. The music for this podcast was composed by Willem Mendo and the graphics by Luhan Wang. I encourage you to look them up if you've enjoyed their work.